www.disneytimepodcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Disney Time Podcast. I'm your host, Micah, and joining me today is my co-host, Nelson. Yo. Hey, Nelson, how's it going? Doing pretty good. How about you? I'm doing pretty well. Nice. So, uh, inching ever so close to our trip to <laughs> Disney World, right? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, so close yet so far. <laughs> yeah, it's like two weeks away. That's like a, an eternity. Yeah, it's going to feel like eternity, especially during the work week. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's going to drag on until it doesn't, right? Yep. Every work day is just not a day at <laughs> Disney. <laughs> I know. And then when you're at Disney, it's like, all right, we're here, right? And then it's done in a flash. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Dang it. Uh, just like that. Just, just like, that. like that. You know, it's unfortunate, but that's how it works. But I mean, that's something we're looking forward to. And then uh, it's coming up soon. So yeah, just got to savor it every bit. Definitely, every, especially every when we're there. Every bit we can. Exactly. But, I mean, you do have a run that you're going to be doing over there. Yeah, that's true. But, I mean, I'm we're, I'm doing it right where I am actually have the run, like, at the very start of the trip. Ah, so yes, get yes. it done, like, done and over with right from the get-go so I don't have to worry about it. Because, I mean, it's bad practice if you think about it. If you sign up to do a race like this and then, you know, plan a trip. And then the race is at the end of your, toward the end of your trip, because right. what are you going to be doing before? Like you're going to be walking around on all the parks. You're going to get tired from all the walking. And then of course, you're probably not going to be on your best behavior when it comes to food. So, Stuffing your face. <laughs> yeah. It's a bad idea to wait for, if you were to do a run Disney event to do it, you know, at the end of your trip. So like you'd be uh, drinking the beers. Oh yeah, Exactly. Especially yeah. for me, since, you know, that's that's my deal when it comes to exactly. the wine festival. <laughs> Skip the wine, get the beer, right? Uh, that's me. I, I drink my way around the world showcase. <laughs> I mean, it's it's uh, you're like that beer connoisseur that wants to try the beer from all over the world, right? Oh, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, um, that's a good thing. You're going to do it right away, be done with it, and then enjoy pretty much, right? Yep. I mean, I'm... I'm definitely going to be tired after the fact, but I have a good feeling that, you know, the adrenaline rush of just having all my close friends, like, or a good chunk of my close friends with me, is just going to help keep me going. Yeah. So, I mean, you're going to be in the group ahead of your sister, right? Yeah, probably. So that means you'd be able to cheer her on when you're at the <laughs> Yeah. By the right? time she uh, pretty much finishes. Yeah. Nice. Nice. So it's going to be like everybody's just cheering you on and then everybody cheering her on, right? Yep, that ideally. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean that's a uh, that's always fun run Disney and um for our listeners out there if you want to hear Nelson's experience, we do have a couple episodes on it, right? Yep. Yeah, so that's coming up, but on uh today's episode, we're going to be looking at the perfect day at Magic Kingdom. So uh, last week, we looked at our perfect day at Disneyland Resort, and um, we decided we're going to expand that. And uh, since Nelson and I, we've done Magic Kingdom and Disney World, we're going to be diving into Disney World, and we're going to start with Magic Kingdom. 
Yeah, we're going to try and do a little mini-series here with our favorite or perfect days in each of the parks. So look forward to that, people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, I mean, and especially since it's coming up for us, uh, we are going to be hitting up these four parks in Disney World. So, you know, it's kind of like a a precursor or something like that. Yeah, I mean, this is, of course, just our ideal day. You know, that is true. Day. That is but, true. But, uh, you know, I mean, sure, uh, it it's not likely to happen. <laughs> right, right. But, you know, I mean, it's, it's just fun to talk about, I think. Definitely. All right, so let's uh let's get into it. Um so like last episode we you your perfect day at Disneyland was during a certain season which is uh the springtime, right? Yeah, for me. D- would that be around the same time that your perfect day would happen in Magic Kingdom as well? Um personally uh no. I no? think for me season-wise I'd like late fall early winter or maybe late winter and ah, just starting so like, into spring because for me the location is the big deal here because florida can be humid <laughs> right yes <laughs> and exactly. for me personally i'd like to avoid that as much as i can and um for me like uh i've been going to disney world for the food and wine festival uh, typically at the very en- tail end of it which is at the right. very end of fall like getting into winter and um, it's been pretty tolerable, the humidity. Uh, last year was a bit more, and I, I'm actually anticipating this year might be a little on the humid side, unfortunately, by the right. time we go. But um, you know, we'll see. And then also from past experience, when I went um, in around February in 2018, last year, for my sister's wedding, that was actually pretty, like the, the weather was pretty nice at that time too so um yeah i think those are my perfect or my ideal seasons i would attend disney world preferably there's this um there's this meme i saw it was um the sun and then like the like it was representing the weather and um for the other northern states it was like the sun was flexing for the summertime and it's like sad in the winter time but like in florida it's flexing all four seasons you know like there's no season <laughs> uh yeah like florida's kind of just got one season i guess <laughs> yeah it's like either it's raining or it's not but it's yeah. always hot but it's always <laughs> humid well yeah. yeah yeah um but I yeah I, I do know where you're coming from here because i i worked at disney world from over the summer <laughs> yeah so it was like it was august and then it transitioned into the you know until december yeah that's so, right you work through the new year yeah, I worked through the New Year. I worked on New Year's. And um, it like the weather for me, that's like the perfect time to go. to go. But not really August or September or maybe even October. <laughs> yeah. But like November, December, yeah, that was, that was pretty good weather because it felt like California without all that humidity, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I also did experience Florida when in September. Oh, yeah. Um, I went with my good friend Eric. Uh, we went during... September of 2017, I think it was, yeah. And, um, yeah, that was kind of a mistake. <laughs> and, I mean, even, I'm thankfully, we weren't affected that badly, but my trip actually was literally in between two hurricanes. Oh, that's so right, yeah. I missed one, and then one another one was coming in. I'm like, oh, crap, like, dang, that was such 
such clutch timing, but still, yeah. that was cutting it close. They do have that um, hurricane season, so to yep, speak. You know, that's so. very true. That's something they have to always you have to always keep in mind when it comes to Florida. Yeah, even if even if the hurricane doesn't directly hit Orlando, you get the weather with all that rain. So, mm-hmm. and then like thunderstorm warnings all the time. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I agree with you there. Um, I do like that type of that time of year, you know, where it's okay, it's tolerable. Right. Yeah. Towards the end of the year, I guess, and then right, early right. start of a year. Exactly. Where normally in another state, it'd probably be freezing cold. <laughs> yeah. Probably. <laughs> like blizzards and things like that. But hey, we're talking Florida here. <laughs> <laughs> so um, when I was working there, they had something that they called snowbirds, and these were retirees. They would come in and work seasonally during the holidays on purpose and i'm like why are they doing that and then i realized oh they're from states where it snows so (laughs) oh okay i see that yeah i could see that yeah and i'm like they're working but they're retired but yeah um for one it allows them to keep the disney benefits like all the holiday perks and all that Mm -hmm. and they get to keep their um main gate passes so they can use it like whenever and then they only have to work for a few weeks so it's like bonus bonus for these guys wow nice it's a good strategy i guess yeah yeah it is so uh yeah so at magic kingdom uh let's talk about the the modes of transportation getting to the magic kingdom because you know there's a there's a couple of ways yeah there's what several. would you what would you take on your perfect day on my perfect day um i'm actually perfectly fine with taking the uh disney transport buses mm-hmm so ideally, I'll be staying at a hotel, a Disney resort, and then, you know, just uh, wake up that morning, get ready and hit the bus stops and just, you know, head right on in. Nice. Um, I have um, come in like through the parking lot because of, um, you know, me and my family, we go uh, when just visiting Florida. And of course, you know, since we're in Florida, might as well hit up Disney World. Right. So we took we drove and then, you know, we went to the parking lots and from there you you have to take the tram. But um there's other options as well. You could take the monorail if you really wanted to. Mm-hmm. Um and from the the general parking could also take the ferries. Have you uh have you taken the ferry yet in the past? Um not from the parking. Um, I've taken I've taken the ferry from the front of Magic Kingdom to the Grand Floridian, I think it was. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah. And yeah, I so think, I mean, and to yeah. the Poly as well. Polynesian. Oh, to the Poly. Yeah. Wow. Cool. So, did you have you ever taken the monorail to for like from Magic Kingdom over to, I don't know, maybe one of the resorts on the loop there? Yes. Yeah, I've done exactly that. Where, um. Let's see. I did take the monorail from the Magic Kingdom, and we purposely went to the Poly because we wanted to go to Trader Sam's. Ah, and nice. So, yeah, I, yeah, I love that place. Mm-hmm. And then we, I believe you hit the Grand Floridian first. Mm-hmm. It's either first or after that, but yeah, they're one right after the other on that loop. And, of course, there's the Contemporary as well. Yeah, that's, that's, another, uh, that's another loop, though. Right, right. It's another track, I believe. So nice. Yeah, that that track I believe connects to Epcot. Yeah, there's a there's an Epcot track. Yeah. With the monorail. 
Mm-hmm. And so I've taken that before because once me and my sister and Trebo were like an Epcot already, and then we're like, oh, let's go try hit up Magic Kingdom, and so we just took the monorail over. Nice, nice. Yeah. So I mean that that's not one of your preferred methods to get there to. Uh, uh, the monorail, not so much, just because sometimes it could take a while, and mm. it's kind of popular, too. Yes, yes. So, um, since there's only so many actual monorail vehicles, it could take a while. So, I don't prefer taking the monorail, but, uh, I mean, it is an option. Yeah. I think I'm with you on my ideal transportation. It's probably going to be the bus, just like you. Uh because, like you mentioned, the monorail is a very popular attraction, and for me, I think they could use an update. Oh uh, yeah, and some yeah, they're they're kind of old. I know they've right. been kind of doing some updates to them recently, um, but I I think they need to actually get like a whole new actual system. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, even recently there were some reports where pieces of the monorail were falling off onto like down below in the parking lot and i'm like wow it's, it's oh, falling I apart about that <laughs> yeah and then like the door's getting stuck i've heard of that too uh, like they don't open or they don't close so that's you know one of the things that i think could use a refresh could use an update so because i i really like the one in disneyland that one is um that one's more modern mm-hmm. but you know, eventually they're going to get around to it. <laughs> yeah, I would assume so. They have other updates going on right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, so um, we're we're in. Even if we have a you know the magic morning or whatnot, we're hotel guests, so we can get in. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, so unless it's one that is like the paid event, you know, where you get in early because you have to pay for it, um, we'd probably just go in because if we have the the tickets so um what would you try to do first on your perfect day at magic kingdom oh well if at all possible hit up space mountain mm. because that is of course just like in disneyland space mountain's probably one of the most popular rides at dis at magic kingdom as well right and um this one's a bit unique where there's two sides so there's actually two tracks right um but one is dedicated to standby and then the other side is dedicated to fast pass. So if you only really utilize the fast pass option for Space Mountain, you're only technically getting half of the experience. <laughs> this is true. This is true. I mean, I remember only going on the left side like once, <laughs> in all honesty. Is that when we went? Yeah. Yeah. And we just we because we that was just a walk in for that is true. Um, because uh, ever since after that, I've only ever attempted to do Space Mountain with Fast Pass because it's so it's always so busy. That's interesting because when we went in 2012, we literally went like three times in a row. Yeah, because well, we, I like, mean that was a that was a special. I don't know what was happening, but I definitely I took advantage of it. <laughs> yeah, because like I was like, oh, let's go again, and you're like, okay, because we missed the picture. Remember, we we're like looking the wrong. Oh direction. well, yeah, I, yeah, we both. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, oh, yeah, let's look. And then, nope, it's the wrong way. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, yeah, Space Mountain, that's 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 always fun. Love that thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, so um, what would you do? For me, I think, I don't know what I'd do. You know, <laughs> I think I'd try to get some food. Um, oh, really? Right off the bat? Yeah. I mean, 
Magic Kingdom, I know they're not really known for their food and stuff, uh, but maybe I'd try to find something that I could, you know, munch on for, for breakfast or something, you know? Yeah, they don't have a Jolly Holiday over there. <laughs> right. That's what I was like, hey, man, that's what they're missing, something like a Jolly Holiday. Because um, they have, I don't know, they have like Crystal Palace. Yeah, where, where Jolly Holiday, let's see, is um, that same-ish kind of area. Is, yeah. Uh, I guess, yeah, the next closest thing would be Crystal Palace, but that's like a character buffet area. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, so... Um, but yeah, I mean, that I, I like your idea of going to Space Mountain first because of the, the crowds and whatnot, uh, rope dropping it in essence. Um, have you noticed that people try to rope drop um, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train? Yeah, that's uh, probably on par or maybe even the most popular ride. I'm not right, actually at, sure. Right, at Magic Kingdom. Yeah. Right. But yeah, I, th- I mean, that's the only, um, or not the only other, but that's definitely... A new er ish, <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, it, it is. It is since a, a lot of uh, kids meet that height requirement. That's like one of the, like the thrill ride for the kids, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, it's nothing too crazy. There's no loops or anything right. like that. And I mean, it's pretty unique. Where um, I believe Magic Kingdom is the only park that has an equivalent of or has this ride. Yes, yes. So, like, Disneyland Paris, Hong Kong, they don't have Seven Dwarves Mine Train? Yeah, that, that's pretty interesting. I mean, they, they did introduce some technology. Like, if like what I noticed is there's, like, a swing, like a left and right swing. Oh, yeah, like, each of the individual cars, they could swivel left and right. Yeah. So, that's that's a unique thing to that, um, to that ride itself. Yep. So, uh, what would you what would you try to do after... Space Mountain, after you, you know, got your rope drop, you got to ride it maybe a couple of times. What do you try to do? <laughs> well, I mean, personally, um, I would pretty much just try and hit as many rides as, as much as possible. Of course, you know, I have the My Disney Experience app open, just checking mm-hmm. what the wait times look like. And, of course, you know, I would make have made all these other you know uh, fast pass reservations ahead right. of time, so kind of just work my way down the list. Ideally, and I even did it for this trip too. Um, what I try to do is book our fast passes in like in series in succession, like one okay. right after another, in like close enough time. Right. Because with the fast pass plus system, you can reserve up to three initially for the day and you can book more after you have redeemed all three your initial three that's right so that's the sooner you finish your three ones that the the three that you've you know initially booked then you can start booking more so what i try to do is i'll book them as early as i can so that we could you know have a um you know more chance to book more later that is a very smart move and if you um Heard of this little tip? I've I've heard of it. There are a couple times in the day when Disney will load, like reload fast pass availabilities during the day. Oh so, yeah, there's like even flight of passage. They, exactly. Um, they make some more uh, fast passes available the day of. Exactly. So, the times that I've heard are eleven o one a.m. because they they load it at eleven a.m. So you refresh it at eleven o one, and you'll see like 
you could Some probably make openings. a fast pass. Yeah. Yeah. And then the other time is four or one. So like they'll load at four PM and then it will just you know, you'll be able to refresh at four oh one basically. So, you know, like if you guys use up your fast pass like Nelson was saying earlier in the day, all three, then you can make more during your trip. Right. Which is a pretty good move. So yeah, um, so w- what what rides would you be trying to hit primarily? Like, would you be doing the mountains first, like trying to hit all the mountains? Uh, yeah, similar to Disneyland, I'd prefer to try to hit all the mountains, except I, I still don't care for Splash Mountain personally. Mm, right. <laughs> I mean, unless it was truly a really hot day, that's about the only time I would, I would um, be okay to ride Splash Mountain. But, a big but here. Um, because it's a really hot day, Splash Mountain will probably have a really long line. <laughs> this is so, true. I mean, it's kind of a, you know, uh, if it's even worth it. Like, sure, it's hot and, you know, you'll get cooled off by, you know, getting wet from the, the ride. But, of course, everyone else is going to have that same idea. So, it's going to be crowded anyway. So, so the, the wait might not be worth it. <laughs> so, would you be trying to do something like... Um, getting on a ride that's has an indoor queue or like has a long like you can sit there for a long time like long period of time if it's really hot so what's unique about um, most line queues in disney world because the this theme park land area city (laughs) all of (laughs) disney world pretty much um it's just so much like it's on a huge bigger scale than what we can compare it to like disneyland they spend a lot of time with their line queue design, and I keep saying it, and because it, it's so true. But the line queues over at Disney World are just so much better and well thought out. Yes, I agree. And with particularly, that. yes, a lot of them um, are covered, and uh, some of them even like go inside a building. So I do appreciate with, that with, with AC. I mean, there are a couple hiccups. Like it was kind of weird how um, Slinky Dog Dash doesn't have anything like that they had right. to even put like temporary umbrellas up at one point i don't know if they made any permanent ones but they should really fix that yeah definitely um but for the most part yeah the line cues are at least covered from what i can tell and uh i mean there are even some that have fans if it's outside um, but, uh, yeah, like I mentioned earlier, a lot of them actually go inside a building, which, you know, they have, will have AC. Cool. So other than, you know, hitting up all the mountains and trying to ride as much as possible, is there a must ride ride for you that you'd have to hit on your perfect day? So for me, I have to hit Space Mountain, Big Thunder, um, what's the, uh, Haunted Mansion. Okay and pirates nice nice just because um particularly i like to just even though they're essentially the same thing i just like to compare them okay because i mean there's this there's subtle differences to um each of the rides respective of of course i'm referring back to comparing it to disneyland Disneyland. since that's my home park yeah definitely but uh yeah i think just uh I like to ride those, and and oddly enough, um, I haven't ridden It's a Small World here. Oh, wow! And I mean, this one is like it's in a way completely different location. Yeah, definitely. In comparison to Disneyland, it's on like an alleyway on the left side of Fantasyland. 
But uh, yeah, I've only ever passed through that alleyway because it's always so packed. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And of course, I mean, the ride is always so packed as well. <laughs> so yeah, I've actually never ridden it in, you know, in Magic Kingdom. I've heard from a lot of people that the Magic Kingdom version, like, people tend to not like it. I don't, I don't understand, but it's still very popular, especially with people that have kids. But I mean, I, I found that the adults, they generally don't like the ride. And then if you, if you really do compare it to the Disneyland one, the only thing different is the facade. Um, at Disneyland, you have that nice looking exterior, right. with, you know, the iconic thing. But at, at Magic Kingdom, it's not there. Obviously, it's got the tent style and then the line queues indoor. So it's, it's not covered. there. It's covered. Yeah, it's, it's, it's covered. Um, but it's, that's, the, um, that's the only difference. It's just the outside, I mean, the, the facade. Right. Um, so, I mean, I really, I really like Small World. I don't know. I, I've gone on it in Disney World, too. And to me, it was the same as Disneyland. So, um, yeah, I don't understand why people don't like it, but I tend to like it. Yeah. Um, what I do like better in Magic Kingdom is their Fantasyland. Right, yeah. It is so much... Well, for one thing, they had a whole expansion project, so of yes, course they, they're, they added on so much more. Yeah, um, I, was, I was there during the Everything there is just... <laughs> yeah, I remember. But uh, everything there is just so much on a bigger scale. Yeah, there's just so much more there. It's uh, it's pretty awesome. I mean, over here in California Adventure, that's where we have the aerials under the sea adventure. Right. But uh, over at Magic Kingdom, they actually have their equivalent there. And the facade there is just like, it's Eric's castle. <laughs> there you go. See? Prince exactly. Eric's castle. Like, holy cow, this is awesome. So Yeah, exactly. It's like, it's all cool. And then they have Ariel as like the... The mermaid on the front of the ship and stuff. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, and of course, they even have a, a separate area there for a meet and greet with Ariel. That is true. That is true. There's that whole line for meeting Ariel and then the line for the actual ride. Yeah, which is kind of confusing because a lot of people, um, they go to the wrong line. <laughs> oh, they're they like, need oh, better signage. The, the yeah. other thing. <laughs> they need better signage. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So... Um, I do also like the new Fantasyland expansion that they did in uh, Magic Kingdom. One thing that I do like about Fantasyland is that it stays open during the fireworks. Like, you can you can see the fireworks from behind the castle. Like, you can go literally behind the castle during the fireworks and, like, see it. It's, like, right there, you know? Um, oh, which I don't is, think I've I, ever done that. Yeah, I did, and I was like, "Wow, what's this falling on top of me?" And it's like the, you know, the fireworks when it's already oh, gosh. out. Yeah, I was standing by the carousel, and I was like, "Ooh, fireworks!" And then you see it coming down like ash. <laughs> oh wow! But yeah, that's um, that's one of the things that they that that's a little bit different than Disneyland. You know, they, I don't think you're, I don't think they have right behind the castle open, right? At Disneyland. Yeah. Oh yeah, they closed that off. Yeah. Like the especially whole Toontown area. too. Yeah, Town, Toontown especially. So yeah, um, let's um, let's talk about snacks at Magic Kingdom on the first perfect day. Um, is there a like a go-to snack that you try to try to get when you're over there at Magic Kingdom? Yeah, you know, in all honesty, I really thought about that, but yeah? I couldn't really think of any unique thing. 
Right. Um, but there are definitely unique things. It's just I not like I can't, I every time I thought about it, I just thought of Disneyland. Right. <laughs> so right. I'm like, it's like this is the wrong know, park. Yeah. Yeah. I was the same way too. You know, because Dole Whip. I mean, we have that at Disneyland. You know. Yeah. I mean, there's also um, Auntie Gravity's. Uh, like I forget if it's an ice cream bar. I forget what it's called. But oh um, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's over in Tomorrowland, and they have. Uh, oh yeah, a- Auntie Gravity's Galactic Goodies. Okay. So they that's they have um. Uh, they also do soft serve there as well, so they kind of have some form of uh, Dole Whip there as well, kind of. Right. Um, there's also storybook treats. That's in Fantasyland. Yes, yes. Um, that also serves uh, ice cream, I believe. So Yeah, they have the Peter Pan float there. So would it be like maybe you'd probably try to get a Peter Pan float? Yeah, something Perhaps. unique. Because oh, to, to Magic Kingdom. Yeah. I mean, oh, what's that other place? I always pass by it. Oh, yeah, the Cheshire Cafe. Apparently, oh, yeah. the Cheshire Cat Tails are really yes. good. Yes. And, I mean, I they look really good, but in all honesty, I always walk by them. I've never actually bought one before. <laughs> so maybe that's a snack you could uh, possibly get this trip, you know? Yeah, I mean, like like I keep saying, I, I, I've walked by it several times or every time and i've never purchased one yet so this might be the this might be the chance might be the opportunity yeah but that is that is pretty unique to magic kingdom the cheshire chat cattails mm-hmm. um we don't have it at disneyland interesting yeah, that, enough. i mean that's literally the only location that's it's made is that cheshire cafe right right so. i like it i like it so i mean i don't know maybe maybe for me for my my snack I just go with a pretzel. <laughs> well, I mean, Mickey, there's nothing wrong with that. Mickey head pretzel, because mm-hmm. I, I I do enjoy Mickey head pretzels. And thankfully, there's not much of a variance between that one and the one at Disneyland. Right, exactly. So it's unlike like, the churros; those uh, are significantly different. I don't know if I it. yeah, I didn't want to really mention it, but <laughs> it's kind of worth mentioning. <laughs> okay, let's mention the churros, okay? Because I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, man, I mean, it might be because, you know, we're just, I, I, I don't think it's because of my bias, but I mean, California, they have the churro game down. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, churros are our thing over here. I mean, uh, admittedly, we'll give cupcakes to Disney World because yeah. the, they, those are definitely on point and there's lots of variety for one thing over there. So yeah. they can have cupcakes. Yeah. But, keep your cupcakes. But they need, <laughs> they need to up their churro game. I don't, I mean, you know, there's, they should just, you know, use the same churro vendor that we use here in Disneyland, right? Or something. I, I don't know. They just need to up their churro game. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know what it is. If it's because of the way they make them or the supplier, but for some reason, it's just not as good. They're, they're lackluster. I, yeah, yeah I, I agree with you. I just, I can't put my finger on it. It's just, they're not as good. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, yeah, that's a snack that I usually try to avoid <laughs> when or, I'm over yeah, there. Yeah, I don't even, I, I don't, I typically don't even think about it because I, I already know it's, I'm going to be disappointed. Right. But most other things are the same consistency. So, yeah. Um, you know, turkey leg, I don't usually get one, but that's 
pretty much the same. And uh, also the Mickey Mickey ice cream bars, pretty much the same. Mm-hmm. Um, ice cream, yeah, those standard ones. Popcorn, I'd popcorn. imagine, is the same. <laughs> right, popcorn. Popcorn's that's hard to good. mess up. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, so yeah, that's uh, that's our snacks. Uh, so for let's talk about quick service then. Let's talk about quick service food and beverage. Mm, yeah. Is there a location that you would want to hit when you're over there at Magic Kingdom? Um, you know, it kind of varies. It really depends on what I feel like. But one that I know. Usually, for me, personally, at least, um, it doesn't really disappoint okay. for me, is uh, Cosmic Rays. You know, that's exactly what I was thinking, too. Yeah. They're pretty consistent, so. <laughs> um, so, um, do you, would you be hitting up the burger bar? Probably. Yeah? Yeah. I think I've, every time I've gone there, I've gotten a burger. Yeah, I, I always like the fact that they have... Um, those pick your own condiments thing bar mm-hmm. you can they even have like the the mushrooms like the the grilled mushrooms like wow just put it on top you know yeah. um i like all, all the different uh, condiments that they offer so uh yeah that's a i mean i think we're in agreement on that one <laughs> yeah i also find myself eating um getting food at where is it sleepy hollow Oh, nice. That's at Liberty Square? Yeah, it's like right at the entrance from the hub. Okay, okay. Um, what do you usually see yourself getting over there? Uh, the chicken and waffles. <laughs> oh. <laughs> chicken and waffles. Yeah, they actually have a pretty good chicken and waffle sandwich there. So um, it's they kind of fold it over like a taco, mm. the, the waffle part. And right. then they put a piece of fried chicken in between. So it's pretty good. And um, another unique thing, I haven't gotten it yet, just because there's half of it I'm kind of skeptical on. Right. But I've heard good things about it, so I, I'm I'm willing to try it, but, I mean, I take it with a grain of salt. But they also serve a uh, churro ice cream sandwich there. Whoa. So, essentially, it's like the churro is the bun, so there's two of them, and they're kind of wrapped in like a swirl. Uh-huh. And that acts as the bun, and then it's a scoop of ice cream in between wow so, i've heard it's good but you know like i said there's still the churro part so i'm right. ever so slightly skeptical but i've like i said i've heard good things so, so possibly something to try yeah <laughs> possibly something to split <laughs> right oh yeah split split's always a good thing yeah so i mean that's something we could definitely you know experiment with next right time we, right we're, we're there and um, also, I want to make a quick mention of uh, Columbia House. Right. I was about to ask about that Col- Columbia Harbor House, right? Harbor House. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So what do you usually um, find yourself getting there? The fish and chips? Um, I've gotten the fish and chips. They're pretty decent there. Okay. And I've gotten the chicken pot pie. That was okay. Mm-hmm. And, um, of course, the was it chicken tenders with fries. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. They always so. have that standard. Yeah. I mean, it is kind of standard fare. But um, I think they even have clam chowder. I forget. Oh, yeah. I like the clam chowder. It's good stuff. So, yeah. And I, I believe it even comes in a, a bread bowl. Yeah. I got to like, like the, the, the bread bowl right there. <laughs> I think. I, I'd have to look. But, um, yeah. Anyway. 
So oh yeah, no, it's right there. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at the menu now. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Uh, no love for Pecos Bill. Oh gosh, I can't remember the last time I was there. Yeah, oh, oh. you know, it's a, it's something. I mean, I I don't usually go there either. Pecos Bills. I found mm-hmm. myself at Columbia Harbor House or, you know, some of the other places. Not not really there. You know, uh, I I see myself at Cosmic Rays a lot. <laughs> yeah. I don't know Same. if it's sunny or, you know, but... Yeah, I, I mean, he's pretty entertaining, for one, if you actually yeah. sit there and watch him. Yeah, he's got that whole show down. It's like an old-school version of DJ Rex. <laughs> 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 I mean, DJ Rex himself is old-school, but, you know, I mean, yeah. It's a different character, yeah. <laughs> different character altogether. Um, but, yeah, that that would be our quick services. Um Anything for table service that you'd probably want to try at uh, your perfect day here? Um, well, of course, if it's the perfect day, mm-hmm. be our guest. Be our hands guest. Hands down. Okay. Um, but, I mean, and- I, I would like to try lunch. Okay. Because uh, out of the three offerings, I've been to breakfast and dinner. I haven't been to lunch. And from what I've heard, lunch is actually the best um, deal overall. Because uh, obviously they'll they'll have a better menu than breakfast, and they'll be similarish menu t- compared to dinner, but not the dinner price. So I believe the best bang for your buck, from what I've been reading and from what I've seen and heard, it's uh, lunch is the best time. But I haven't had the chance to do that yet. Because so for once, uh, when I had the opportunity for a beer guest dinner, I definitely took it because I wanted the experience. Right, definitely. So, do they don't have Beast come out during lunch, do they? No, he's only he only comes out for dinner. So maybe that adds to the the price because you get Probably. to see Beast, right? Yeah, there is um you could take a photo op, and that's actually the only part place in the entire park to take a to have a photo pass opportunity with him. Wow, I like that. I mean, and and since we have Memory Maker, you get to keep the photo, right? Yep, you can download it. That's pretty awesome that we actually have a reservation for dinner there. Yep, that's true. That was like one of the big ones that uh, I had to make like right off the bat. Yeah, because like everybody's in agreement. That's one thing that we really wanted to hit, right? Yep. And um, I mean, you even haven't been there yet, right? Yeah. Not even uh, when they first opened. My uh, roommates when it had wasn't the chance. even that popular yet. I yeah, know. My roommates had the chance, but uh, I didn't go. I was working, so. It's cool though. I mean, my first time. It's gonna be. I think they. I think now they have it down, pat. Like they have the, the food on point and they have the the service on point. Because back then it was like trial and error, you know. Oh well, I mean, especially if it just had opened. Yeah, exactly. everything's still exactly. kind of new, and uh, everyone's just still kind of getting used to how the things are flowing there. But my experience there last April was pretty fantastic (laughs) really really yeah our server was super attentive and helpful and uh the ambiance obviously was so awesome because we ate in the grand ballroom oh right right and uh i mean i I would love to eat in the west wing but the thing is it's gonna probably it's kind of dark in there okay and then the library it's smaller than the great the grand ballroom but uh different uh different setting yeah, definitely. So, 
in terms of price, do you, do you remember how much it costs for like the Ooh. dinner versus the <laughs> breakfast? Well, over, uh, currently, um, dinner is a prefixed meal. Okay. Over at Be Our Guest, and uh, I believe that was like sixty dollars a head. Ooh. So yeah, it's it's steep. So obviously, there you're paying for the experience, and um, I think it's worth it. Definitely for first timers. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're you know gone there at least once or twice, you, you could probably get over the that and probably even just settle for lunch because right, again right. i haven't i haven't been there to to you know v- really verify it but it just sounds like it's probably the best bang for your buck nice nice yeah but um and breakfast um i guess you could spend around probably 30 to 40 dollars but the thing is is the it's deceiving especially the the dish that i got it's called it was called gaston's feast or okay. feast a la Gaston, right, right, and uh, of course you know was he, what do you think of Gaston when you're th- when you're thinking breakfast? You know, five dozen eggs. Five dozen <laughs> eggs, exactly. <laughs> nope, you get like I don't know what looked like two that were scrambled. Oh, two eggs. Yeah. Oh. And like two sausages and or bacon and some potatoes. I'm like, this is so lackluster. So it's technically not a feast. No, not at all. That I was so that's why I was disappointed. Like, wow, yeah, for for what I got, this is definitely overpriced. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, now that at least I can say that now though, because of you know I've experienced it. But uh, yeah, I personally think uh, breakfast is not worth it over okay. at uh, Be Our Guest. But of course, you know, if you're willing to try it, I, I won't stop you. It's just that's my uh, I just sharing my experience. Right. Right. Especially if you get something like that, where you expect it to be something big, yeah, it turns out not to be. Right. Nice. So, I don't know, for me, on my perfect day, what I would choose, because, you know, Magic Kingdom, they're not really known for their, their food that much, right? Uh, uh, other not th- particularly. I mean, the only other restaurant that I really know that I love it there is Skipper Canteen. Yeah, yeah. That's the only other sit-down restaurant that I really like there. At least that I've tried. I think I think that's what I would end up choosing on my perfect day would be Skipper Tan Canteen because I mean they have like Asian food or Asian inspired food. Yeah. Uh, which is something that, you know, the rest of Magic Kingdom probably doesn't have, you know. Right. Um I mean there's other sit-downs like Tony's yeah, Tony's. Are they? Um, there's the Plaza restaurant. Right, right. And of course, Crystal Palace, which is know. a a buffet for character meet yeah, and greets. Yeah, character buffet. Yep. So yeah, I mean, I, I, I I've already done the one with it. Minnie, so in Disneyland. So it's like, mm, yeah, you know. Minnie's. Uh, that's at the Plaza Inn. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I don't imagine it being. Uh, much different because over at the Crystal Palace, that's the that's the only place where they have uh, Pooh and friends. Right. Yeah. In that's the park where because they don't have a Pooh corner. In, that's unfortunate. Or Critter corner in uh, Magic Kingdom, and as compared to um, Disneyland. So yeah, the Crystal Palace is actually the only place you can find Pooh Bear. Yeah, I think that's a bit unfortunate that that's the only place in Magic Kingdom you can meet him because they have that ride. For Winnie the Pooh. I mean, we- you you will see like Tigger and Pooh walk around, 
Yeah. I mean, even and uh, and Eeyore, especially in front of the ride, uh, yeah, the Winnie exactly. the Pooh adventure ride. But I mean, that's kind of a hit and miss. It's not like a consistent thing, but right. I mean, if they'll if you so happen to see them walking around, you know, try and grab a quick picture, but. That's not like a regular. Well, it is a regular thing. It's just it's not like on a really set schedule, at least not that I know of. You know, I, I heard there is a way on my Disney experience where you can see where the characters are like currently, you know, it's got it on the map, apparently. But, well, like I mean, there's like a schedule. They for always try to. Yeah, they, they're I think they're trying to make that app better and better, which is good. Yeah. So eventually they're going to be you're going to be able to go in there and and see where and when you can meet the different characters so mm-hmm. which is cool i like that yeah all right so um anything that you'd probably want to see on your perfect day at magic kingdom in terms of uh shows or anything like that um again for me similarly to disneyland i particularly don't care much for the shows uh-huh um i'm pretty much just there for the food snacks and rides personally ah. Nice. I mean, uh, <laughs> I haven't ever really stayed for the fireworks just because, I mean, sure, it could be definitely entertaining, but I just always fear the park dump after that. <laughs> right, because everybody tries to leave right after. Yeah, I, I always just think of the consequence of <laughs> of the fireworks show and not just actually sit 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 there to watch it. So, so I'll, I'll usually find myself like during the fireworks show, I'll just be in the shops. Oh, okay. <laughs> or I'm okay. A re- like, or in a restaurant eating. Yeah. So that's me personally, though. Back in um, back in 2012, when I watched the fireworks, it was still Wishes. Um, that was the fireworks show that they had. Since then, they've they've come up with a new show. It's called Happily Ever After, and from what I've heard, it's like double, like better than Wishes, like three times better or something like that so oh well that's good i'm i'm thinking I'm, i want to watch that uh on my perfect day because i i really loved wishes and i loved what they were because they were just starting out to try out the projections onto the castle mm-hmm. and since then I, I believe they perfected that so um i hear they're doing a lot more with projection work um especially on main street they're they're projecting it to the sides of you right. as well as the castle so um that's one thing i'd probably want to see since i've never seen it before so i i want to i want to check it out basically yeah from videos i've seen the the light shows that like you were saying the projections onto the castle itself it's they're getting pretty elaborate right and it's and, uh, such a big castle yeah There's so it's, much it's, yeah, surface it's very space, true you know they got a lot more room to work with rather than like disneyland where it's a smaller castle and they don't have that much space to work with on projecting mm-hmm so, yeah, I mean, and, I'd probably stick around for that. And, yeah, come to think of it, I don't think I've ever seen Tinkerbell you know, do the zip line from the tower. Oh. Oh, so maybe it's, uh, since we're going two different days, maybe one of those days you can see it. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll hopefully, especially, you know, we'll have newbies there. So I, they probably want to see it. Yeah, since it's a, it's a different show. Than that would be unique have. comparison yeah. to Disneyland, yeah. Exactly. Because our our castle isn't as tall <laughs> to to merit you know a stunt like that. Right. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, they did used to have Tinkerbell coming from the Matterhorn going down a zipline, uh, but they stopped doing that. I don't know why. 
don't know why they yeah. stopped doing that. No idea. I miss that. I miss I miss her zip lining, but maybe it was a hazard. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. So, anything else you try to do on your perfect day? Uh, maybe uh, play sorcerers a little bit. Sorcerers of Magic Kingdom. Oh, that's right. Um, no, I I never really got into it. I know my friend Eric is super into it. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, and so when we're there, he'll probably want to gather more cards. <laughs> oh, you gave him your cards, right? Yeah, like uh, we we always go to the fire station. That's where you um you sign get the up, cards. or, or yeah. if you already are playing a game, you can get more cards. You could get up to one pack a day. There's like six cards in there. Mm-hmm. Per nice. pack. So, um, yeah, and of course, uh, when there's special events going on, like say Halloween or Christmas, um, they'll have some seasonal cards in the packs as well. Oh, definitely. So, I mean, they can sell on. There, there's some that sell on eBay for quite a lot of money. <laughs> so, like the quote-unquote rare ones. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, it's a, it's another legit uh, trading card game that uh, Disney is implementing. Another way to make money without actually, you know, selling it themselves, right? Because, mm-hmm. oh. I mean, it, you don't pay a dime. It's free. Yeah. yeah. It's the only caveat is you're only allowed to get one pack a day. And they know they've given you one pack because you have to scan your magic band to, to redeem it. Ah, so you're tracked. Yep, exactly. That's pretty cool, though. I mean, I, I for one, I, I used to play it. Um but I didn't get out to Magic Kingdom enough to, in order to play a lot, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did start a campaign, and then I don't know if it will pick up if I were to go there because, you know, back then they didn't have Magic Bands to track your progress or whatever. Hmm. But but now they do, you know. So I might have to start fresh. <laughs> yeah, probably. I mean, I just remembered um, one thing I would like to do actually is the. Mm-hmm. The Pirates of Scavenger Hunt. Ah, yes, yes. That one's pretty fun. I did that with Eric back in 2017, and that was actually pretty fun. It was pretty interactive. It was cool to, like, get the map, and then um, we have to figure out where all these different locations are, and then, you know, you walk up to the... the you have to find, essentially, the little sensor to scan for the uh, your magic band, and then, you know, it's... It's a scavenger hunt, so right. it's pretty fun just to go off and you know look for all these different items. So, and if you finish all of it, you get a free fast pass to pirates. So. Yeah, which is pretty cool. I mean, I think so. You know, you get something for your efforts. That's your that's your treasure, basically your treasure at the end, right? <laughs> yeah. Your so, prize. So yeah, I mean, I guess that that's our perfect day, right? Yeah, pretty much. So I At mean, least for me, yeah. <laughs> Magic Kingdom is cool and all, but I I used to I used to say that Magic Kingdom's like a knockoff of Disneyland. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> all other Disneyland parks are gonna have to be based off the original, so it's that hard to beat the original. That is true, because Walt didn't really design the other ones, but he did design the original. Yep, and so everything else had to be based off of it. Yeah. Yeah, so, but it's going to be fun because we've got that trip coming up. We've got two days we're going to be at the Magic Kingdom. Yeah, I mean, despite it being what you say, like a kind of a knockoff, but it's still, there's still 
unique things in the Magic Kingdom that make it fun. And yeah. like what we mentioned earlier, it's got a way bigger and expansive fantasy land. That kind of blows the original one out of the water, in all honesty. So the the um the expansion included um what they call Storybook Storybook Circus. Mm-hmm. And um that took over Toontown, what was their Toontown originally. Yeah. Um so that has the new Dumbo with twin Dumbos. So there's like yeah, two, there's two, two spinning um, sets. Yeah, and what's cool about the the ride queue for that is that it's it's pretty much like a playground for kids, and you just like put your name on the reservation list, and once it's time for you to go, they they like page you, mm-hmm. but um, while you're waiting, the kids can just play in the playground, which so. is smart. Yeah, you know, so the kids don't really have to wait in a line. They're just playing, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. Yeah. And then... I um, mean, uh, it's cool that they actually did do this, like, rethemed area just so it wouldn't be another copy of right. Disneyland. Exactly. Because, I mean, like you said, it replaced an existing Toontown. So Toontown yes. was originally there. Yes. But um, I'm I'm actually glad that they changed it so it would also give Magic Kingdom another aspect of uniqueness. Yeah, I li- I also like the story um the circus theme to it. Um even though to me it's not really kind of, you know, working with the Fantasyland, but but it's still a good replacement for Toontown, I think. Um I like that they have you can meet the characters like Donald and Goofy and their and Daisy and they're like a circus theme costumes. Right. Mhm. I was going to say yeah, they're of uh the great Goofini Goofini, yeah, and the Donaldo. Donaldo, <laughs> yeah. The so mysterious the, Donaldo. Yeah. yeah, those are that's pretty cool. I I did meet them. So, actually, one time my uh, my friend was friends with Goofy. You know, friends with Goofy. So he was uh, in the costume. Oh, um, nice. So he was Goofini, and I was like, you know, took a picture with him and everything. So I was like, that was pretty fun. That was pretty fun. Nice. Yeah. So uh, um, they also have you know like Goofy's Barnstormer over there, which is like. Similar to Gadget's Go Coaster over here. Yeah, it's a very, very kiddie roller coaster. Right, right. So, you know, even the litter, the smaller kids can uh, can get to enjoy a roller coaster. Right. The store so, there is pretty cool, too. Yeah. I like the big, like the souvenirs thing shop there they have there. Yeah, it's like a big circus tent. Right. Yeah. I like that. I like the theming there. And then, obviously, there was that Fantasyland expansion that they did where they added, like you said, aerials. And mm-hmm. and Tansy Tales with Bill, as well. Um, the the thing I like about that experience is the that door. You remember the door? It's like a yes. It expands, and you're like, whoa! How did they do that? <laughs> yeah, it's like it looks like a mirror, and yeah. then all of a sudden it becomes a doorway. Yeah, it starts out like a small mirror, then it turns into a big doorway that you can walk through, and you're like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> mm-hmm. It like puts you into the story, so that's um that's that's what I really like. It, they they decided to put unique and new features in Fantasyland, so yeah, cool. So um, that's our perfect day for you guys. Um, anything you want to tell our listeners, Nelson? Um, yeah. So of course this this is our perfect day. I mean, love to hear what you guys have to add, if anything, or your differences. That'd, it'd be cool to just compare, like, what do you like to do in Disney, uh, in Magic Kingdom? Let us know. 
So thanks guys for joining us this week. Um, hope you had fun listening to us and um, I guess we'll we have a pretty special episode next week and I'm pretty excited to go over it uh, and uh, just wait in anticipation to what that topic will be. So I will we'll talk to you next week. So, yeah, I'd like to thank all of our listeners for tuning in and for supporting the show. Like Nelson said, let us know what your perfect day would entail at Magic Kingdom. Uh, if you have anything similar to what we'd be doing or anything different, let us know as well. Um, you can always go to the uh, DisneyTimePodcast.com and then click on Contact Us and you can see us our social media, social media handles as well. Uh, that's all there. So next week, like Nelson said, we have a, a special episode for you and we hope you'll tune into that as well. And we hope you enjoyed this episode. So on behalf of Nelson, I'd like to say keep your watches synced to Disney time. See ya. Later.